I'll go there. And I think I'll do resistance to do the joke. Welcome to the Fast Lane review, the last pay-per-view on, on the Road to WrestleMania. Yeah, that would have been a long joke. But, you know, yeah, I will say this, let's give it a fun to that. Fast forward the first half of this show and you're missing nothing. Third half, sorry, the second half, the last three matches, much better, including one in particular. And you know which one it is, we'll get to that. But we'll kick off with the women's tag titles, Maya Jackson, Shane Gazler versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. I tried to give this a fair chance. I was like watching it and then ended up having to start fast forwarding bits of it. This was shit again. Seriously, the match was shit at Elimination Game Night. So why do it again? It's like, what a waste of time. And this whole thing as well. And, and this is just, just what I thought might happen. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair think it's flopping. It's flopping. You've listened to the marks again. You gave the marks one of their dream, quote unquote dream matches. And it's not drawn. Case in point, as I mentioned how the likes of us around the open things weren't drawn anymore. A couple of weeks ago, especially there was that scene when the likes of them caught the ground and then oh, that clone of Orton comes on the screen or whatever, and that, and that was honestly fucking stupid. However, and that didn't draw anywhere near as much as the segments in December and January. However, and it's, it's good worth pointing out, within a few days, it outdrew the segment where Bianca Baylor picked Sasha Banks for a WrestleMania phone. Tell you all you need to know. And this whole thing, but neither of them have any charisma. I see Bianca Bellar seems a nice person, you know, but this whole thing of people saying Bianca Bellar is a megastar, I just don't see it. Or it's, she's a hell of an athlete, but you need more than that. Sorry, you need more than that. But she came across as a mark in our, in our Royal Rumble victory promo. It was just terrible. Instead of crying, you know, you're just like, oh, God. And there's just nothing there. There's nothing there. And it's another one of those examples when you get the marks their dream matches and no one cares outside of it. No one cares. Uh, so, oh, I need to point out is we've brought in this, apparently, in the build that we've brought in this Reginald guy. He's been, apparently, he's been carrying a lot of the build. You know, people like OTRS, essentially. Hey, I'm not making me. It's because neither of them are fucking good in the mic. That's the problem. But now I have a point out as Reginald Gagnon. Here's the thing to point out. He used to hang about with Camilla. He was, apparently he was in a segment when he was like out shopping or something a couple weeks ago. And he always gets beaten up by women. He's basically James Ellsworth in 2017. That's, that's what it is. A, a jobber comedy that was basically in the lower mid-card back then is now part of the build-up to a match that could potentially main event might want to wrestle in. Shows how far the company's fallen, even in just four years. But there you have it, the match was shit. And Bianca, uh, sorry, Jackson Baszler won. So the horse horse and ponytail team lost again. So we got the exact same result as we got last month, so again making this completely pointless. And then the back the again the match was what like Sasha like screaming and our bad acting columns, yeah, and a rookie and so it slaps her, and then walks out. Then Bellinger goes to go out there and 
gets to the ropes and then just turns around and points at WrestleMania sign. It's like, I, I get it, like, she doesn't write the show with her. She was told to do that, then that's fucking stupid, but it made her character look really fucking stupid. Yeah. And just, what well, are the ropes an invisible wall well, or something? If she did go on out there and chase Sasha, like saying I had a brawl, okay, maybe I'd put some heat into this, but yeah, whatever. Complete shit. Up next, I've got a title Biggie and Apollo Crews. Now I'll watch the video package for this. So I'd heard things about Apollo Crews from this new Nigerian Prince character or whatever. And I think some people have been offended by it. And what, um, but apparently some constant politician as you'd actually praise it, so I've seen a little clip here, uh, basically I thought it was comical. I thought it was comical how bad his accent was, but there you have it. But apparently he's been taken out from this, and so you know what, I'm all for people who want to improve themselves. I've never had a problem with all those, all seem to be decent talent, so you know what, go for it Even in the build-up in the video package, Piggy was actually doing more serious pros, and he looked a lot better, to be honest, so, you know. More of that, unless they're goofing about, and, you know, you could be on something. Well, the match itself started off quite promisingly. Then it just went into a few rest holds, and then the finish was garbage. It was just, it was, it looked like a botch. I don't know if it was botched on purpose or whatever. Whatever the way, it looked like shit. The way Biggie would go through and won. Then, Paul could just beat the game up after this. I mean, this would have been better if this just ended in like a no contest or whatever. Or a double count out or something. It would have been so much better, and then, uh, and they're going to probably do this at WrestleMania again. Do you really want to see this? Still, so far, so shit. I was fast forwarding because apparently there was some thing with a 24 7 title in Old Spice commercial that it looked garbage even from the things that was fast forwarding to things. We've got uh, Shane McMahon versus Don Schoen was advertised for this, and then it was pulled from advertising during the week, but then they do an angle. And here, like, Shane gets injured in the pre-show at the performance center, and he's going about on crutches, but that kind of shows that they've no idea what they're doing, because they were still... They pulled it from advertising, but then done an angle from this song. <laughs> Just completely. Do we really need this match, Shane versus Don Stone? I mean, really. As far as this, you know, goes, really, you know. I mean, Braunstein's garbage. I mean, they've done that Nickelodeon slime thing I seen last week, which was just awful. And you thought apparently Braun Strowman said, Oh, I've been bullied all my life. You know, you're supposed to have sympathy for this guy. I mean, didn't this guy bully Kevin Owens like three years ago? In the summer of 2018, was it not? When he was like putting on toilets and things like that. And then you've got, uh, and we're meant to feel sorry for him. And then a few months ago, I wonder if he's going to slam Alexa. You know, that thing you hold around the thing. What, a five foot tall, a five foot tall woman? You know, I'd have sympathy for him, like. I was like, just saying. Just saying. But still. Uh, so you have Elias take his place, and it's kind of a, Elias was like pitching stuff to Shane about doing stuff for Redmond, and then they're out in the ring. Elias is about to sign, and Shane interrupts him and says, Oh, and you could see this. Well, hey, Elias, take my place tonight. So we have Strowman versus Elias. I think this match will last like four minutes, but it dragged on. Strowman basically squashed Elias. It was garbage, a complete waste of time. At least Elias is pretty good in it, and that's what we have been really doing this guy. Beyond all those, they don't even let him sign them at all. Just, I've said this a million times, just what a waste. What a waste. Up next, they say Rollins versus Nakamura. Can't believe shit. Just a boring match. You might be able to play jizzle over this, but this match was just so boring. Whatever happened to Nakamura's momentum, apparently, when he was winning that gauntlet match, you know, 
we never even got in the animation chamber last month, as far as I don't know. But if we and now he's just like a remix card, getting beat by Seth Rollins, it's like, whatever, not that care because McAleer sucks, but yeah, you get what I mean. And then you could hear, ah, oh, apparently Seth Rollins was going like, thank you, Kevin, thank you, Kevin. And I was thinking, apparently that's because apparently Cesaro swung him 22 times, so that's basically going to be the basis for a big massive WrestleMania match, apparently. Cesaro swinging Seth Rollins. Wow. <laughs> we were but uh, I do remember this when I was like the WrestleMania last year when Seth Rollins, you could actually prevent the arena and you could hear every word he was saying it. It was fucking insufferable. Device! <laughs> ah, God. Still. So, so far this show is the drizzle and shit. However, things improve. We got to Drew vs. Sheamus. And the video package was really good for showing them stuff from the, the past. Interesting to see Seamus without the goatee as well, that was always interesting. See, they randomly at the blue started mentioning, oh, Seamus and I are, are great pals uh, a few months ago, and they're thinking to okay, where's this ever been established on screen? And I, I made all the jokes in my other reviews about following net weird fan fictions about them doing broke back mountain. You're like, oh, a sucky cock fella. She's, I wouldn't stick it in your ears. But, um, yeah, okay. They've established something that's more on TV, it's fine because later on the night they'll be like, oh, I think we should have known this. It's like, yeah, that's not us have a life, we don't know these things. And it, it reminds me of somebody last year, I mentioned something about Carmelo and Dana Brooke being a random team, and they sit and somebody was like, well, they actually teamed up in this so and so, and I'm like, yeah, you guys are fucked. Does anyone watch that? No. So, there we go. Still, the match itself, no hold barred, it's really good actually, very entertaining. The problem we've got here is, you can't suspend disbelief that Seamus was winning, that's the only thing that was predictable. Who wins, it was an enjoyable match. But here's the problem, yes. They've had this match twice already, and I remember they had this on the, the last Raw review, and I said, I bet you any money, I bet you any money will do it again at Fastlane, instead of saving it for the first time ever, and lo and behold, they've done it. And they even beat, apparently had Seamus lose to Bobby Lashley for no reason last week, just killing him in the moment, so what's the point? It's really bad, but uh, the match itself, I must admit, I enjoyed it, it was really good, thumbs up. And then we came to the reason I watched this show, Alexa Bliss vs Randy Orton. Um, uh, I made no secret of the fact that I've kind of hated this storyline since the Royal Rumble, I think they killed a lot of my Alexa's momentum since then. And the students were like Alexa sitting in a pentagram and Orton's spitting up like you have been quite repetitive and it's really ruined the storyline. It's reflected a lot in YouTube viewers that drawing nowhere near as much. And I'm being like an autumn came out and he starts spitting up the black beer. I was like, oh god, this doesn't this isn't promising. However, when Alexa came out, it was originally cool and it was her old theme at first that I played. I thought, oh, was, she's going to come out as her old song. But no, she came out to a funhouse and then it was the funhouse theme. And then it was a slowed down demonic version of the fun history that was pretty awesome mix. It really worked well. And then match once the match itself started, yeah, I think when Orton tried to get down the fire, you know, and the referee jumped out the ring. And then like, this was this was really great actually. The one outside was outside him it's just, like looking up to the sky and then uh, the lights fell down. That was a new one. That was a new trick, so that worked really well. That was great. And she shot the fireball but it didn't hit Orton in the face this time, but it was kind of the star. Ah, uh, it's kind of just a, a decoy because then after that, the theme came out, came up from under the ring, 
you've seen the big burnt hand coming out. This was really awesome actually, this was effective, this was great. Came up there and you see the, he's got the burn mask and everything like that, that was perfect. Absolutely brilliant, it actually made sense as well that he would come up from the ring with fire and that since he was burned through the thing and whatever. So, really worked well. And then, Alexa kicks Orton in the break, gets the sister Abigail. And I thought, oh well, this is surely a new contest this match. But then Alexa goes over and pins Orton and the referee comes up and counts the three. Now, there was never a stipulation officially announced for this match. I know the commentators were saying, oh, this will be like nothing you've ever seen, but there was never a stipulation or like a new disqualification or anything like that. So, the only way that kind of makes any sense is that the referee's so scared he just went and did it. Yeah, you know, there's that. But whatever, what's it matter? Alexa pinned Randy Orton. Fantastic, I love this. This was actually great. It was really entertaining. Fair play at Randy Orton, because he's put himself through the nomination for this. So there's not many pop lines who would do this. Maybe he just doesn't get a fuck anymore, but he doesn't need to do this, but he's doing it. But fair play at him. I will watch his interview with Stone Cold as well, that's pretty good. So, you know what, fair play at him for doing this. And, you know, Alexa's first pay-per-view, singles pay-per-view victory since Extreme Rules 2018, which is eaten You'd have thought it would take that long, but there you have it. But no, this was great. I really love this. Hope, I hope now, hopefully the fun house comes back and hopefully you can kind of let Bray and want to do their thing for WrestleMania and maybe Alexa can get her own thing now for WrestleMania. There's some reports that Charlotte might not be there, but I don't know how true that is. There's reports that Asper is going to miss because of a concussion and then she came back. So let's laugh to those reports, so who knows. But, uh, you know, apparently we are at those days again uh, today, I heard, so. Oh well, um, so we could always have a match where Alex and Europe, where Alex have another intergender match, yeah, so there you go. But uh, no, this was great, well done. I mean, fantastic stuff. I'd love to see, hopefully Alex gets to do her own thing for this again as well. Obviously, keep away the theme and things like that, but we should really have our own thing by now. But no, this was great. After all, the, it's been a, not the best couple of months, but things got back on track since then. Hopefully, we stay that way. So this was awesome. Really loved it. Big fun though. And the main event, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. Edge is going for that. Boring to begin with this match. Real slow burner, but once it got going, it was actually a good match. Once it got into it, and then of course, the ref gets knocked down as you would expect, so Edge becomes the official. Jay comes in and interferes. And there's a bit when Daniel Bryan wants it, and hits Edge for a chair. And Daniel Bryan put the like, yes, lock on Reigns, but then Edge. Break the game by hitting Brian with it. And then Reigns slightly taps out as well. And then hits Reigns with it and then storms off. And then Reigns rolls over and wins. The match itself is good, but here's the problem. Edge versus Reigns is one of the few things I was interested in for WrestleMania as a brilliant sort of first time ever England match. Daniel Bryan is now, looks like he's going to shoehorn his way into this. Now he's part of the writing team as well. Apparently he's inspecting his neck, cutting 20 minute promos going on about how he loves wrestling, it's like, I was all for Dan O'Brien at WrestleMania 30. I don't think he was the problem as to why viewerships weren't. Smart hijacking was a problem. Uh, but I know a lot of the anti-smarts won't admit that Roman Reigns has been on top as well in that point in time. They won't, but they won't admit that. They'll never do anything from admitting that. During that time, so, you know, the, the audience is good. But that's another story. But, you know, He's no, he's no business being in this match, and if he's just bit himself into that, then that's just ridiculous. But, 
you know, it looks like that's the way it's going. It makes sense for it to go that way because of the way it ended, but seriously, it would much rather have it than the But anyway, WWE ruins everything eventually. But we didn't, well, we ruined Alexa Lawton's storyline for a while, but back on track tonight, that was perfect. So, first half of Fast Lane is only worth fast forwarding to, thank you. Your Seamus is really good. Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns starts off boring but turns into a good match, unfortunately, where it's going as the problem here. And Alexa Lawton, to me, was awesome, but that's my bias and stuff. So, because the stuff I cared about actually delivered, and I actually enjoyed that, and the second half of the show, I actually enjoyed. That's kind of the way it leads you off, so it almost gives this show somewhat, as a whole, somewhat of a pass, even though I would never watch it right away through again. It gets somewhat of a pass, you know? But it's also my biases as well, I like some I mean, a lot of people will hate it, but whatever, I love it, so they have it. So, that's the fast thing with you. It wasn't a complete waste of time, frankly. So, there you go. So uh, anyway, coming up this week, if we start my WrestleMania review series, I don't know if I'll actually be watching this year's WrestleMania, but we'll see you anyway. We'll see how it goes over the next few weeks, but I'll definitely be doing the WrestleMania review series. So thank you for that, so thank you very much for watching.